and welcome to Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week gives you a chance to hear about things happening in our area and a chance to hear from some of the people making news or covering it. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications. This program was pre-recorded and may not reflect the most current information available. And we are very excited now to welcome to the program, he is the manager of communications for your Lakeland Magic. It is Kamran Fulati. Good morning, Kamran. How are you? Good morning. Thank you, everybody, for having me. I'm doing very well. It's a little bit chillier than I anticipated this morning. I'm <laughs> oh, from yeah. Chicago originally. Yeah. So. Chicago. <laughs> yeah, when I get told I'm taking this job over in Orlando and Lakeland. You know, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be nice and sunny. Well, it will. <laughs> it will. It'll get there. I mean, it's probably yeah. five degrees back Soon. in Chicago right now, yeah. to be fair. So I'll take 45 <laughs> over five any day. Yeah, there you're you still go. lucky. Yes, yes. <laughs> Could be worse. This is, this around this time of year is usually our last little cold spike. Nap. Uh, maybe the very beginning of April there might be one yeah. and won't be quite as chilly as this. It's really sad. But, uh, yeah, it's very sad cause, because then it's uh, 95 degrees and it feels like 117 uh, every day. Oppressive. Well, 117 feels better than negative 17. I'll tell you yeah. that right yeah. now. You're going to say that for a little while, and then you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, it's so hot. flip-flops okay. and shorts in no time. You know? Well, welcome yeah. to the area. So you never lived here before? This... No. So I'd moved here about a year ago now. I yeah. started working with the Lakeland Magic in November and was extremely excited to take the job because I, it's, it's an, an odd thing for most people. They don't realize this. I told my wife when we first started dating about five years ago, I said, hey, just so you know, if we're serious, one day we're going to have to move to Orlando because I'm a big Magic fan. (laughs) And so eventually (laughs) I had gotten my job with the Magic. So, you know, the most uh, serendipitous and beautiful thing that could have happened. So when this job came along, I was more than thrilled, already familiar with Lakeland due to my fandom with the Orlando Magic. Because like I said, I am a diehard fan. That's awesome. I have to know where this came from, though, if you weren't, uh, if if it wasn't geographical. (laughs) Yeah, so in the 90s, every Michael Jordan's God in right. Chicago, I imagine everywhere. Yes. But in the 90s, Chicago, Michael Jordan is God. Yeah, You can't get away from him. And so I watched some basketball growing up. I'm first-generation American. My dad's from Turkey, so mm-hmm. oh, cool. not really much basketball in our lives. It's more like yeah. wrestling, gymnastics, things of that nature, mm, more traditional sure, sure. old-school sports. And uh, my brother was playing a video game. My middle brother, he was playing a video game. And it was an NBA one, and Dwight Howard from the Magic was on the cover okay. oh, when they cool. went to the finals. Yeah, yeah. And I knew nothing about basketball. At this point, I'm completely removed from it, and this is before you're gaming online with other people. And he said, hey, I'm just so bored of playing the computer. Can you please play me? I, ju- I just want to play someone. And I said, <laughs> oh. well, sure. I know Shaq existed. Is he still on the Magic? And this is 2009. <laughs> I know nothing about <laughs> How basketball has changed. I don't care about the sport. And so from that point on, they had the great team that went to that finals with Jameer Nelson, J.J. Redick, Rashard Lewis, Hito Turkoglu. And they were all just spanking threes. They were the first team to really play that outside, which which the game is only played that way now where everybody's launching up Mm, threes. But at that time frame, when I was playing the video game, I was doing the math. And I said, well, if I could keep hitting more threes, I'll be able to beat you. Because you're only going to be able to hit twos because no one else in the league was really doing threes. So they just... Stats in the game to make that shot was astronomically better. I bandwagoned on, and I am a romantic, so I I believe in you. Leave the dance with who brought you to the dance. Right. So <laughs> I am a Magic fan for life. That's awesome. And that's where that's I had gotten cool. so in, into my veins being bleeding blood. 
So this blue. truly is then <laughs> yeah, to be associated awesome. with the magic is truly your dream job. Oh, 100 percent. So anytime awesome. I have an opportunity to come out and speak about the magic. I mean, gosh, my magic wallet right here. I've had this for probably like 10 years. And <laughs> I've only lived in Orlando that, yeah. for a year. <laughs> And That's half of awesome. my wardrobe was already magic. I had 57 <laughs> magic jerseys. So now I just get more and more free magic here, mm-hmm. and my life is great. So, yeah. not you know, my, my father gets upset being me, first-generation American. My other brother's a lawyer, and I sit around and watch basketball, and he goes – this is not job. You do not get paid to do this. You are you are messing around. Help your wife around the house. And I say, Dad, I'm working right now. I got to watch the game. I don't know what to tell you. That's right. That's great. That That's is great. Fantastic. Well, we've been uh, very fortunate to have a, an, awesome. a, a relationship with uh, Lakeland Magic this As year, you and uh, yes. we can. Uh, uh, our sister station broadcasts some of the games yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, uh, coming toward the close of the season, mm-hmm. are the Lakeland Magic still vying for a playoff spot? So the top six teams make it into the playoffs for the NBA G League. Yes. Currently, we are at number four, mm. and there are three games remaining for us in this season. Number four seems pretty safe, but this has been the tightest race in pretty much G League history yeah. wow. to where everybody from spots three through ten in mm. the playoff. Right in the playoff game right now is about a game and a half difference. Ooh, wow. that, that's so tight. every that tight. game matters yes. right now. So we just won our last two on the road in Mississauga where they yes. have the Toronto Raptors affiliate. They're called the Raptors 905. Right, right. We swept that series and we nice. needed that. Which is, uh, you know, I've noticed this year that uh, they've been splitting the series a lot. Mm-hmm. Quite often. You know, they would win <laughs> yeah. a game and then lose the next yes. one or, or lose the first one and then win mm-hmm. the next one. Uh, but uh, to sweep a, a two-game series, which I know that's how you guys uh, work the schedule, yeah. uh, that's pretty good. And on the road, it's extremely tough. Oh, I mean, yeah. our point guard, Xavier Simpson, he's played he played four seasons with Michigan. He played with um, the Oklahoma City Thunder last year a bit. He went ahead and hit a game-winner three, closed it out, and nice. he said, I asked him, you know, because we haven't performed too well in overtime this season, was he trying to avoid the overtime? And he said, you know what? I was just extremely grateful that I was able to help us get the win. We practiced this play all the time. It wasn't drawn up how I wanted it, but yeah. my feet were set correctly. So I took the three-point shot. You know, he was double-teamed. It still went in, and they all went home very happy. They were in the one, yeah. one to 111. Yeah, wow. right at the buzzer. There was, that was close. There was a second left when he uh, shot the ball. By the time it went in, there was .3 left in the clock, which makes wow. it extremely difficult for anyone to win with .3. You have to get sure. in. Uh, just a tap of a alley-oop in there. You, yeah. you can't even dunk it. So yeah. all you can wow. do is a tap. And then now we have the Long Island Nets, the affiliate of the Brooklyn Nets, coming in mm. on the 21st and the 23rd this week with awesome giveaways. I mean, that's really one of the coolest parts about going to a Lakeland mm. Magic game is you can get tickets starting as low as $10, yeah. which I can't believe there's anything of entertainment for $10. Yeah. In 2023, I thought anything fun costs at least $15. <laughs> I was incorrect. <laughs> so it's $10, and some of the giveaways we have is for Mosaic, we have Hoops for Hunger, which is an mm. item that we do each year. For every three-pointer made, Mosaic gives us about like $200. If there are three-pointers made at home, and we've raised $57,000 for Hoops for Hunger, which is giving out food to the communities nice. and people that are, you know, in hungry needs that right. may not be the same situation as us. And just being able to help something that is so important mm. is what, you know, part of the basketball teams and what sports are about. A lot of people look at it and think from the outside, hey, people are just 
playing ball. Right. Yeah. And, and there is that factor to it, but also there's the factor that we can go ahead and, I mean, the Lakeland Magic, we go ahead and help out at so many food drives. We go to schools. Mm-hmm. I've went to a animal shelter and help repaint and set up food for the animals. I cool. mean, there's nice. so much in the communal aspect right. that you do. Mm. And and it's not just us either. The players are doing that. It's, it's yeah. in their contract. Coaches are there. It's everybody. The CEO of the Orlando Magic is out here doing this Fantastic. stuff. So Excellent. it's awesome getting to do those things, raising $57,000 in you know money for the community, for where they can go ahead and help people fight mm. hunger is amazing. So Mosaic uh, yeah. is going to give us the check for that wow. tomorrow. Or, cool. Yeah, 21st. 21st. Is that tomorrow? tomorrow. That's tomorrow, okay. yeah. So tomorrow's game, they're going to come out and do the presentation for that. Cool. And also we have a giveaway for our replica jersey that is given away to the first 1,000 fans that are there for attendance. So nice. for your $10 ticket, you already get a jersey with mm-hmm. it. Totally yeah. worth it. Yeah. <laughs> totally worth it. And then Plus have- the game tomorrow night at 7 o'clock versus the Long Island Nets broad- uh, broadcast live on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah. Wow, cool. really? Tuesday yeah. night's game? Yeah. That's cool. So, and they play them again on Thursday, right? So, yes, we do. And that mm-hmm. one's on ESPN+. Plus. I mean, gosh, just how much the G cool. League has jumped yeah. in yes. years. Yeah. I, I mean, since you guys have even seen it in 2017, oh, yeah. we've had so many games on Bally Sports Florida this season. Mm-hmm. And then, oddly enough, we've had more nationally televised games than the Orlando Magic. That's cool. <laughs> which is so odd. We've That's been on cool. NBA TV a few times because I, I don't know if it's because of our recent championship run, just only right. a year removed. Yeah. And the players say they... They're wanting to get back there and do that again. And for the game on Thursday, we're doing a mystery bobblehead we're giving away. And it's fan appreciation night. So there'll be plenty more giveaways and activities that are involved. Excellent. And just trying to really integrate ourselves as much as we can into the community of Lakeland because we have some of the greatest fans. People will come out to these games. I mean, when I was in Las Vegas for the NBA G League showcase they have a winter showcase which is a tournament that happens midway through the season Mm -hmm. i was talking to the other pr people for the teams the guy from the stockton kings who's you know the sacramento kings affiliate he told me there's maybe three people that come to their games and it's pretty much a practice wow and while us i mean we break plenty games with two thousand people at it so we're just grateful that we can do these things in the community Mm -hmm. come out over to you guys and you guys invite us in all the time you're so awesome and so supportive that it gives us the opportunity to reach out to the community. I mean, the other night for our season ticket holders, we had an event over at the Silver Moon Drive-In, and we mm-hmm. get to hang out with our season ticket holders, mm-hmm. and we had another bowling event at the Orange Bowl, cool. and just getting to hang out with the fans. The players yeah. are there, too, and they get to hang out with the fans, and it's it's really cool to be a part of community because I feel like in 2023, community is kind of lost yeah. in mm-hmm. regards. You know, you always think about, like, 50s, 60s America stuff I wasn't a part of because I wasn't here until 91. But I have to say, though, ever since the Lakeland Magic has been here, they've been a great community partner. Well, and I think, you know, it, it really, really, they've, you know, uh, I think both sides have reached out their hands to each other to say, you know, we can help you with this. Yeah. You can help us with that. This is fantastic. We're going to, you know, make this a whole community that uh, really wants to get together. And I think that makes a big difference yeah. as far as the people coming to the game. You mm-hmm. know, if you're in the community and you're part of Lakeland and Polk County, I think that brings more fans out to you. I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like we said, it's not just Lakeland. It's all of Polk County. Yeah. Polk yeah. County is massive. Yeah. Extremely massive. goes over many towns and cities all across Florida. I think it might even be the biggest county in Florida. It, it is land-wise. Okay. Yeah, land-wise yeah, land it is, yes. Uh, it's, then, not not the, it's not the most populous, right, but it's the yeah. largest land-wise. Uh, <laughs> land yeah, the biggest piece of land. We're yeah. like right in the center. 
And we're speaking with the manager of communications for the Lakeland Magic, Kamran Fulati. Kamran is here to tell us that these are the last two regular season home games, right? Yeah, so wow. we, there could be some playoff games happening. Right, right. That's yeah. why I said regular season. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. have to emphasize that regular season because right now, I mean, like I said, we're in fourth place. There's three games left. The the Nets are a tough team, but we're a tough team, too, and we can compete with anyone. Let's do so it. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah I can't wait. Uh, I'm hoping to make for... Thursday night's game. So Absolutely. fingers crossed. Thank you for coming in. Uh, we appreciate seeing you and uh, hope you come back. Oh, definitely will be back. Thank Excellent. you. Awesome. Excellent. This program was pre recorded and may not reflect the most current information available. And this <coughs> is founder and editor at large of LakelandNow.com, Barry Friedman. The boys are back in town. Yes, they are. <laughs> I am back. I was in Atlanta this weekend. Now I'm back in town. All right. Hot Lena. So is this a uh, St. Patrick's Day late tribute? No, not no. These dudes were, were Irish. Uh, okay. Yeah, really? Lizzie? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Who am I thinking? Oh, no, I'm thinking of Scorpions. They're German. Okay. Yeah, no, no. Uh, yeah. Then Lizzie. Yeah. Then Lizzie, right. Bill Linet, Linet. I don't know how, how he pronounced his last name. Mm. <laughs> but uh, good group. Yeah. Uh, what's going on, Bear? Well... Uh, if any anybody who's been reading Lake Linnell knows that we have a new editor. Yes, and, and I actually, uh, that's how I knew to uh, alter your introduction today. Did you hear it? Oh, I, I didn't notice. I said founder and editor at large at LakeLinnell.com. Perfect. You did it right. Excellent. See you there? So, so here's what's going Current, on. Current, up to date. You are up to date. That's great. <laughs> founder, editor at large. So, um... Yeah, you know, I I just turned 70 this month. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Mm -hmm. my plan had been all along that by the time I turned 70, I wanted to be able to be in a position to turn Lakeland now over to the next generation of leadership. So we uh, took care of the business side a while back. Uh, Trinity Larino is our executive director. Mm -hmm. She's running the business side. And we just hired Cindy Glover to be the editor of Lakeland Now. Mm -hmm. I'll still be very involved, as the uh, title editor-at-large implies. But editor-at-large kind of means you get to do what you want to do. There you go. When you want to do it. (laughs) When you want to do it. And uh, Cindy will be in charge of the day-to-day news operations. Um, Nice. Really have a lot of faith in what she's going to be able to do. She's done some reporting and editing for us, and I've been very impressed with mm. uh, her talents and abilities so far. Uh, I'll be assisting both Cindy and Trinity, and I'll probably do a lot more fundraising. Not my favorite thing, but I think it's uh, something that will be <laughs> beneficial to the organization. You know, oh, we're yeah. a nonprofit. We are so, a nonprofit, uh, yes. So as a nonprofit, fundraising and personal is contact is very, yeah, exactly, essential. Mm. So uh, people keep telling me that I can't retire. That's what I have to do. So that's what I'll be doing. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, Cindy's really focused on our mission about delivering thoughtful and impartial journalism about quality of life in Lakeland. Uh, Got an interesting background. She was a reporter for quite a few years, then a teacher, Mm -hmm. teacher of American history, did some digital marketing, some uh, community relations. Um, She will be doing some reporting. Had a crash course in Lakeland for the last year. She was the community engagement coordinator for the city department of community and economic development. Hmm. As part of that job, she wrote these profiles of different city neighborhoods, and I was really impressed with the quality of her research. And just one, I guess, slightly self-deprecating example is uh, I live over in the the Camphor Heights neighborhood, and I've always been interested in 
the origin of those camphor trees are they're, they're gorgeous and what did how, how did they come about mm -hmm. and i'd done some research and i'd tried to find i'd heard some rumors but couldn't really substantiate them and she she found out she found a a ledger story from the 1960s where they talked to some guy who had been part of planning them in 1917. Wow. Um, I don't know. I never found that, so I was pretty impressed with her uh, research abilities. So. That's good. That's yeah. awesome. So anyway, that's, well, uh, I, that's I mean, the next chapter. It, it's great that, uh, you know, she dove into Lakeland that way because, you know, that makes her perfect for what you're asking her to exactly. do. Exactly. She's really learned so much more about the community than anybody mm. else I can think of who's been here for the, uh, you know, she's been, been here about a year and a half. But yeah. knows so much about the community and the people and organizations and diving into the job and just been real fun working with her that sounds awesome yeah yeah so yeah. uh you know i'll still be uh still be coming on the radio i would hope so because <laughs> i enjoy doing this every monday morning yes sir i am going to be taking a little bit of a gap in uh part of april and may but we'll get to that <laughs> gonna take a gap week we're gonna yeah. my wife and i are doing a little bit of long plan traveling nice but we'll be back that's nice. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, nice to get to the point where you can do that. Um, you want to do it, it while it? I can, basically. Exactly. <laughs> basically, uh, that's the plan. Do it while we, while we uh, can. While why doesn't he it. get the good for you button? I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Barry. It's Barry. It's fine. Oh, okay. It's, it's just us. It's okay. He's not, it's just he's us. not humble bragging. We're just bragging. the problem. <laughs> We're just yeah. the problem. He's not humble oh, bragging. Oh, is that the humble mm. brag thing? Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. Okay. Well... Really, what it was is um, Christian Bale was being a jerk to the yeah. food services people on the set of a movie he was working Terminator. on. Yeah. Yeah. I the can't imagine. That. Is that what it was? The documentary. I can't Terminator. imagine him being. Yeah, it was the one he was in. It was the Terminator documentary he was in. And somebody was trying to explain to him what, what, what they were doing, and he was like, oh, good for you. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> good in a very sarcastic you. manner, of course. Yeah. It was a big deal yeah. when it happened. It so he hits that button everywhere. for us a lot. Mm -hmm. Ah, got it, got it. Yeah. I think I heard oh, it coming. good for oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right, well, in other news, <laughs> in other news. Yes. Uh, the YMCA on Cleveland Heights is going to be getting uh, some improvements. I mean, I oh, guess wow. it depends on if it gets approved at the uh, planning and zoning meeting tomorrow. Mm -hmm. After that, it goes to the city commission, but they want to do a massive expansion, uh, something they've been planning for a long time, but they're uh, in the final stages of fundraising now. Huh. Yeah. So what they're going to be doing is adding a two-story, 41,000-square-foot field house, also, a 4,000-square-foot addition to the child care building, and that's going to uh, enable them to double the number of children they serve. Wow. wow. Uh, $21 million capital improvement. Now, a lot of it's already been paid for by the family of Bob Adams, and therefore, it's going to be called the Bob Adams Family Community YMCA. Mm. Also significant. Now, this is the, the YMCA on the south side? On Cleveland High School. Okay. Yep. And it's, uh, all they've also gotten support from George Jenkins Foundation building 60 years old the one the other one in town on the north side saw uh, considerably younger i can't remember mm. exactly when it was built i'm thinking about 30 years ago but yeah. 
I could be wrong. It's I've been here a while. And uh, yeah, it's been wow. there the, together. It's been there the whole time I lived here. So yeah, yeah. Where, where is, years. Where's the field? Because I know the main building that yeah, you where can are see they from put the, the road. Field? Yeah, and I wish I knew those details, but I don't remember. Where's exactly Cindy at? Where's Cindy? They at? have yeah, more land, I guess, certain. behind the building. They must have, <laughs> um, they have more land behind the building. I'm assuming. I, part of it, they're going to be moving the the. Uh, Parking around. I think parking's maybe going to be more around the back. And oh, okay. So they'll put are, the field house in the front? Yeah. And they are going to be. I didn't re- know that building was that old. Yeah, 60 years old. Wow. They're going to be realigning the, the uh, traffic patterns. So the entrance is going to be pushed farther back on Westover to get, I guess, more room for. That would make traffic. sense if they put the parking in the back. Right, right. And the other thing they're going to do is eliminate the, uh, the egress onto. Uh, Cleveland Heights Boulevard, so that eliminates potential for you know accidents when people mm. leave the building. All the entrances and exits will be off of Westover now, so uh, that's uh, that's a big thing. They still do have a capital improvement campaign because they've raised most of the money, but they're in the final stages now. So yeah. that's happening. Uh, we we wrote about a Persian food truck this past week. Yeah, I I a didn't. Get, I saw the article. I wanted to to read it, but I was. Uh, you know, kind of pressed for time when I saw it, and uh, I thought I'll come back and read it. But well, you, you could tell us about it. I can tell you all about it. It's kind of Persian American fusion. It's sort of like Persian food made palatable for American taste, right? So they're they're uh, it, well. First of all, let me tell you the location. They most of the time are at the Marathon Station on Florida Avenue at the corner of Hillsborough Street. So a lot of people have seen that when they've gone up and down South Florida. Mm. Uh, Kebab burger is their fav- favorite uh, uh, dish, so I guess it's basically a hamburger made with a combination of beef and lamb meat, and it's uh, seasoned with Persian spices, and mm. it comes in a basket with French fries. Huh. Uh, shish kebab sandwich and chicken wings kebab are also uh, kind of favorites. They've got one vegetarian offering. Basically, it's American-style uh, food with Persian spices. Mm. Um they do recommend checking their Facebook before you go because it is a food truck. So sometimes they're at events and uh, other parts of the community. So, um, what's the name of the truck again? It is uh, Feast of Persia, and it's at uh, on Florida Avenue at uh, Hillsboro at the in the parking lot of the Marathon Station. That's down across from Cheddar's and kind of near Walmart. Oh mm. yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, do they have anything on the menu that's a uh, uh, authentic Persian? You know, to my uh, to my limited culinary knowledge, not really. Okay. <laughs> I was at a, I don't I, know either, so that's is, why I'm asking. Yeah, what's Persian yeah. food? I'm trying to figure uh, out. I was at a Persian restaurant this past week, and I was up mm. in Atlanta visiting my mom, and there's some really, there's a whole big Persian population. So per, Persia is now Iran, right? right? So there's a lot of Iranian people who live in the uh, Atlanta suburb called Sandy Springs, and there are several very nice uh, Persian restaurants there, and they just happen to be ones that our family likes a lot. So a lot of them are kebabs. There's a lot of rice dish. I had a vegetarian kebab with um, rice that had um, uh, sweet cherries uh, mixed in it. Huh. Um, so my, very Mediterranean. Yeah, it's sort of Mediterranean, but I guess a little little farther More east. inland? Yeah. <laughs> It's not exactly like the Mediterranean you would get in, say, Greece or Turkey, but it's pretty related. I mean, we had yeah. an appetizer platter, and most of that was like Mediterranean. We got lobno, which you can get in a lot mm-hmm. of Mediterranean, Mediterranean restaurants. Say that mm-hmm. three times real fast. Um, 
We had they, it wasn't called baba ganoush, but it was really similar. It was a smoky eggplant hors d'oeuvre, and mm. we had their specialty. This was a place called um, uh, what was it called? Zumak. No, um, I can't think of the name. But they, we, we had their special appetizer, which was a very spicy mango dip. Mm. Um, really good. Okay. What were you dipping in it? Uh, they they served some really nice uh, bread that was similar to pita. Okay. And uh, they also gave us a platter of some feta cheese and walnuts and some spices. And stuff. Sounds, Sounds good. Sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I'm hungry. Thanks, Barry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got to show you a feast we'll of We'll have to go Persian to Feast truck. of Persia and bring you some lunch. <laughs> Barry Friedman, he is the founder and editor-at-large for liquidnow.com. Uh, Barry, thanks. Uh, always great to see you, my friend. We'll see you next week. From Florida Southern College, it's Dr. Bruce Anderson. Dr. Bruce, good morning. Good morning. And a couple of students from uh, Dr. Bruce's uh, Politics in the Media class uh, are here with us. We have uh, first Cassie. Please uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. I am a communications and political communications major at Florida Southern College, and I have two major minors in pre-law and philosophy. Oh, and, wow. And where are you from? I am from New York. Philosophy. Cool. Yeah. Upstate New oh, that's York. That's awesome. Cool. Uh, now, are you um, wanting to be a uh, political spokesperson, like the like the White House <laughs> spokesperson? Is that? Uh... Um, oh, that'd be cool. N- no, I want to be an intellectual property lawyer. Cool. There you go. And we have Leo. Please uh, do the same. Introduce yes, yourself. Yes, nice Tell to us. meet you. Thank you. Uh, I'm Leo. I'm from Germany, so it's a little bit far away. It's yes. The same, like, <laughs> it's a little. Like, exactly. So I came two years ago to the United States because like, I, uh, I got a scholarship. I'm a soccer player. I think every of us Germans are oh, cool. kind yeah. of good in soccer, right? That's mm-hmm. the only thing what we can do. <laughs> and exactly. So I got a scholarship from Florida Sauer. So I transferred to the school and my major right now is social science. Mm. I will finish my the, my undergrad degree in this semester. Awesome. And then I will see. So I will do, I try to do my master's. I will see where. Wow. And exactly. <laughs> and I'm excited to be here. I mean, it's my first time in the radio. How many years so of eligibility do you have left on your athletic? I mean, I have side. two years. So I think like I can use it for my master <laughs> wisely. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Exactly. This is my plan, right? Wow. Yeah. Well, nice to meet you, uh, Cassie you so and Leo. And uh, welcome to the program. Thank you. Um, so, uh. Do they still have that website where you evaluate your professors? Rate my professor? Oh, yeah. yeah. They yes. do. <laughs> Let's do a live version of that right now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Wow, <laughs> put them on the spot. Oh, so it doesn't I, put I, me I, on the spot because I don't care. I, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. How little I care about such things. <laughs> we have had some, uh, some rather radical discussions, and you may be able to come up with some answers for us here, Len. Me? Mm. Um, the, uh, the students have been working on sort of how do you stack stories? You know, how do you, what's your lead story? What's your second story? What's your third story? And oh. so on. And uh. we're gonna be trying to come up with some kind of a uh, protocol whereby which you can select, you know, what, what, are, the, what are the parameters? What, what are the uh, requirements to be first on the list? What are the requirements for second mm. on the list? And so on. So maybe you could fill us in a little. Well, I, I think, uh, firstly, in, uh, in the professional world, it's, the news director's job <laughs> to decide what you're going to uh, cover. Um, and he has whatever his uh, personal sets of parameters are or 
the corporate parameters or whatever the case may be. As a person who is a journalist, out of the pool of stories that I have uh, to write for today, what would people want to know first? So, you know, maybe a, a crime story, something that might affect uh, people that, you know, something that people would want to know that this happened in, in their neighborhood or, or near them. Uh, maybe some sort of vote that's coming up in, in a city council or something, maybe secondary to, to something like that. And then maybe uh, you're doing a news story about an event um, that would probably be tertiary compared to those other two stories. Hmm. So, you know, just to totally try, subjective. Try, try well, to not take entirely subjective. not not entirely because I'm I'm ta- I'm trying to take into account what people should know or would want to know. Well, what about what about <laughs> something where you you have a competition between Taylor Swift's ticket, you know, rarity? Mm. And the war in the Ukraine. I mean, people probably want to know about Taylor Swift and whether they can get right. But you have to lead with the the war. Why would that be? I I just think it's more important of a story. I absolutely agree. In the big picture of the world, the war in Ukraine is way more important than what some Swifty wants. Depending on who you are. Cassie, what would your lead story have been today? Um, today or in that case, because in that case, in that case it would have been the Taylor a Swift story. story. Exactly. Yeah. And the reason <laughs> why, <laughs> there is a reason know why, your audience. because there's a story about I'm Ukraine you. every day. Yep. Every day there's a different story about Ukraine and it's all about the same stuff. And mm-hmm. the Taylor Swift debacle only kind of happened at that one period of time. And it was a very big thing, not just for people who are Taylor Swift fans, but... Right, and it made national news, yeah. but I don't think it's a lead story. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think it kind story. of opened up some holes in Ticketmaster, and mm-hmm. I think that's why it's a lead story. Ticketmaster but... has for decades had problems like that. So they, they didn't... We didn't learn anything new about Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. No, but it never affected Taylor Swift before. <laughs> <Yeah>. or something. <laughs> Leo, Leo over here is trying to figure out who Taylor Swift is, so... He knows I, who know, Taylor I mean, Swift I am, is. I do know who she is. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, but I'm He's not a Swifty. Yeah. He's I, not a Swifty. No. All right. Thanks, uh, Cassie. Thank you, Leo. Uh, thank you, Dr. Bruce. We appreciate you coming in today. You Unfortunately, bet. we have run out of time for now. That was fast. It was. And that wraps up this week's edition of the program. Thank you for tuning in and join us again next Sunday for Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications.